Uh, this is your captain speaking. We're about 2,500 feet in uh, <laughs> sunny skies. Uh, about to touch down in uh, Detroit. Air quality is good. 85 degrees. <laughs> oh my god. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys. I'm Caitlin. So you might hear a little bit of an audio difference in this episode. A good friend of ours, Will Mulliken, uh, hooked us up with some new microphones that we'll post on our Instagram. Our little headsets that we're wearing now makes it a lot easier to be in the car because before yes. we had these little like lav mics. Um so yeah, we're cooking with gas now. We're super excited and we feel really legit. So thank you, Will. We love you. Um, the only issue is that I have a giant head. Yeah, if there's any audio issues, it's Caitlin's it's giant head. It's just my giant head. I'm so <laughs> sorry. There's nothing I can do about there's it. There's nothing else. And like the problem is that not only do I have a giant head, but I also have enough hair for like a thousand people. Correct. So it's a large head, an mm-hmm. enormous head. And a lot of hair. <laughs> it's just horrible because no hats fit my head. And now apparently no headset now microphones do this either. this one headset that I've tried. Yeah. Also doesn't, but it's okay. We're making do. Do you remember the time that we went go-karting and they couldn't <gasps> fit a helmet on your they head? Went to, they went for a large and it wouldn't even go past my forehead. And she was like, oh, and she, had to get an extra large helmet. I could see the, like, the shock in her eyes because I feel like she probably doesn't have to do that oh, for very many sweetie, people. Oh, sweetie, I don't think they've ever had to use extra large for anyone, <laughs> but they did for me and I'm just special. You are special. So also um, special, (laughs) (laughs) just a little transition here. Also special Elvis Presley. Elvis himself is way more special than I think I ever gave him credit for. (laughs) So we did see (laughs) Elvis tonight, um, directed by Baz Baz Luhrmann. We, we had to like Google the pronunciation of it was a Baz or Boz. We think, we think it's Baz. It's Baz. It sounds better. Baz sounds cooler. Yeah. So he is made famous for similar <laughs> types of movies. Yeah. Showmanship. Showmanship for sure. Uh, so Moulin Rouge Gilded, is big, if you will. <laughs> the gilded age <laughs> of showmanship. <clears throat> um, as always, coming out of the theater, what's your, what's your initial reaction? <laughs> My initial reactions are... Austin Butler can get it. Okay. And Tom Hanks needs to shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen. (laughs) I adore Tom Hanks. I adore him. I like he's one of my favorite actors of all time. This movie was his worst worst ever worst acted I've ever seen him. I I genuinely can't think of a time I saw Tom Hanks in a movie and was like, wow, I really wish Tom Hanks wasn't in this movie. But I feel like he should have not been in this movie. He shouldn't have been. (laughs) Nothing about him or his character should have been. Mm. A little bit of background is that I did not know anything about Elvis's life, like Mm -hmm. going into this movie. And Except that he died on a toilet. Right. That's maybe the only real thing I knew about him. And that he liked 
peanut butter and banana, banana sandwiches? Bacon? Something with bacon also, I think. Something like that. Apparently, he had this long time, like career long mm-hmm. manager who basically robbed him mm-hmm. of 50% of his profits mm-hmm. and also for personal reasons that you discover within the movie kept Elvis from expanding his career mm-hmm. because he needed to control certain situations for his own benefit mm-hmm. um Basically, he was just a big old mooch. He was a big old mooch. A big old annoying fucking mooch. And this man was... <laughs> why did they call him Colonel Colonel Parker? They never they said. They never at any point said why he was referred to as Colonel Parker. They just always referred to him as Colonel Parker. And it was like everyone just knew that everyone that was, was like, Colonel oh, yeah, Parker. Colonel, Colonel Parker. Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel Parker. Parker. <laughs> So Colonel Tom Parker discovers young Elvis while he's like up and coming on the scene in Memphis and basically takes a risk on him because he's playing black music as Mm -hmm. a white man. Mm -hmm. And so he is just like, you know what? I haven't seen people go this crazy for somebody before. I'm going to sign you. And it just like tumbleweaves into... You know, the entirety of Elvis's career. So Tom Hanks plays Colonel, Colonel Tom Parker and he has this awful accent. What even was it supposed to be? I think I looked it up and it was supposed to be like Dutch, which uh. like we know someone who is from the Netherlands and he does not sound anything no, like that. He sounded very like Polish to me. Yes. But like bad. A very nondescript horrible accent. (laughs) Nondescript (laughs) but is descript as in it's horrible. The description is that it's the worst accent I've ever heard. Oh god. Yeah. Um, And like the makeup on him was a weird choice. You know what though is that I and I had this thought in the movie and I had this thought just now when you were like talking about how you wished that Tom Hanks wasn't in it and then you also mentioned that you wished that just his character in general wasn't in it. I think that if a no-name actor mm-hmm. or, like, somebody that's, like, kind of famous but mostly for, like, character roles mm-hmm. played him, I think it would have been fine. I think so, too. And I, I do actually retract my statement about his character not being mm-hmm. in the movie because that was a very large part of the story of the right, movie. Right, And honestly, like, I appreciated the story of their relationship of mm-hmm. Colonel Tom Parker and everything that happened with that because it makes... A lot of sense mm-hmm. as far as like the things that we didn't necessarily know about Elvis's life. Right. But it it didn't need to be played like that. And like no. I'm wondering if it was just a direction. I hate to say it but I think a, a small part of it is that we just recognized him too much. Mm-hmm. You know so you just see fat Tom Hanks mm-hmm. with this like weird accent that maybe if like it was some other no name person or you know, someone that we've seen on occasion, we would have like let the accent fly. We would have let the fat suit fly. And we would have just like leaned into who the character was. It's it's almost like, you know how Tom Hanks played like every voice in the Polar Express. (laughs) Like that didn't bother me because it was a different character Mm -hmm. and it was a different animation for each person. 
and he did different voices and that was okay like that played fine right on screen right but, like this like you said like we could see it's this is clearly tom hanks in yeah. a fat suit it was bad and a bad fat suit like yeah. i don't know just it was kind of he had a fupa caricature ish yeah he <laughs> had a fupa he had a fupa <laughs> i think too one of the most unfortunate things about tom hanks beyond like loving tom hanks so much and being so disappointed by a bad performance mm-hmm. from him but in comparison he's playing against like some really really strong performances yes. and so it didn't feel like they were the same movie i kept thinking that so a lot of i mean most of the scenes with the colonel aka tom hanks mm-hmm. are with elvis right. aka austin butler who fucking acted circles around Tom Hanks. Man. You know what? We made fun of Austin Butler on our last episode because, like, he hasn't been able to get out of the Elvis character yet. But, like, we we understand now. Austin, we see you. He put his whole Elvisy into that movie. He did, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I... There were some scenes, like, towards the beginning where I... I, I caught myself smirking a little bit because I was like, oh, it's, it's like, Austin Butler. It's Austin Butler. <laughs> and it's the guy that can't get out of his character. And, you know, when he was saying, they're going to put me in jail for how I was moving. There were these like small moments where I remembered it was Austin Butler mm-hmm. and it made me laugh. And I'm mad at like culture and society for sure. making me think that way because that was one hell of a performance. Incredible. I'm I was blown away yeah I'm still I'm blown away by his performance his mannerisms his I mean even just like not even take out the fact that he was acting and being Elvis just his plain old acting yeah was bomb yeah he was really good that was just solid acting and I think what was really great about it is that like he was doing an impersonation like you said Mm -hmm. you know he is acting as Elvis Mm mm-hmm but he had these really subtle movements of his eyes. Yeah. Like while he was acting that I was like, oh my God, like that's a person. Like that's, it made Elvis human mm-hmm. because like for us growing up who, A, we didn't live in that time. Right. B, you know, our memory of Elvis, I mean, for me, it was like fat Elvis impersonators in mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. So like. Elvis was never a person. He to was me. really far removed from us. Yeah. And he really made him human. human. And mm-hmm. like, I felt like I was watching Elvis come alive again. I on agree. Screen. I completely agree. It was I'm like, I know this sounds kind of corny, but it was beautiful. Like yeah. it was a really beautiful performance to watch. And it was very moving. And like you said, I really liked what he did there like it was very subtle Mm -hmm. the scenes where he was performing on stage Mm -hmm. is where i think he really acted well Mm -hmm. and like it felt like it was elvis like you said it really felt like it was elvis's like spirit embodied which they filtered in camera footage of Mm -hmm. the real elvis throughout the movie Mm -hmm. and at times i like had to look really closely to Mm -hmm. like tell the difference because the way Austin Butler like inhabited Elvis's body, like <laughs> sure their faces aren't exactly the same, but like the way he moved, the way he like talked, the way carried like, himself, carried himself mm-hmm. all of that. You know, at one part in the movie, there was a montage where we actually heard Elvis speaking, mm-hmm. like the real Elvis. Mm-hmm. 
they sounded almost identical. Yeah. And not to mention, Elvis Butler apparently sings. <laughs> Elvis Butler. <laughs> <laughs> he is Elvis. He, he has become Elvis. <laughs> Austin Butler sang uh, in, through a large majority mm-hmm. of this movie. I did a little bit of research leading up to it that he sang the majority of the scenes where Elvis is young. Mm-hmm. And then in the scenes that Elvis is older, they mixed his voice with a track of Elvis. Which is super cool. Which is so cool. And it played... Oh, man. that I have to say, the audio of like their voices, uh-huh. um, you would never be able to tell that, first of all. like They right. blended it so well. Right. But just like in general, like mm-hmm. the audio was amazing. We were also, just a quick side note, we did get to see this in an RPX theater, <laughs> yeah. which we didn't even really know what that is, right. which we should, I feel, as weekly moviegoers. Right. But what an experience. <laughs> no, our little leather seats. <laughs> like, I felt like it was like we should only see a Baz Luhrmann movie in leather seats <laughs> with like red walls. Right. Like, of course. Right. The only issue with the leather seats was the girl behind me kept like shaking her foot on the leather seat and it was going <laughs> <laughs> like the entire movie. Oh no. Um but yeah, I the audio in that movie, just like the sound mixing mm-hmm. in general throughout that movie was incredible. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to have like an Elvis moment after this. Like I want to go home and listen to his music. I was going to say, I feel like I definitely want to listen to his music. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because even all of the songs in the movie, it's like, oh yeah, I know that song. I know that song. I knew all mm-hmm. of the songs, um, especially with my parents being older. Like yeah. I really grew up listening to a lot of that time frame of music yeah and I remember it was so funny when the movie first started and Elvis had like kind of it was like his first Mm -hmm. performance where he was like gyrating around and the girls were screaming I like leaned over to Abby and I was like my mom said that this is what it was really like Uh because I remember when I was little like you said when we were little like we were so far removed but it was Mm -hmm. still it was like he was such like uh, an icon an icon and a yeah. pillar of our culture yeah that i just wanted to know more about him and i remember asking my mom about him yeah and she said like that she was like it was insane yeah like, people went insane my grandma recently passed away and we found her journal that she kept when she was in the nursing home mm-hmm. and it said what her favorite color was what her favorite like you know movie was and she put her favorite artist was elvis oh my god and just like humorously and picturing like my sweet little <laughs> grandma like losing her shit over she probably was <laughs> she probably they all did. were yeah like i mean and i mean i understand it because i was thinking i was watching it and i was like okay if i lived in the 50s mm-hmm I would have been one of those girls throwing my panties at Elvis. You were that girl tonight. I was throwing my panties at Austin Butler in the theater. <laughs> she leans over like literally five minutes into the movie. And it's just like, he can get it. <laughs> yes. No, I was like, I think I'm a little bit into him. But yeah. then like as the movie went, I was like, oh, I'm definitely into him. Yeah. Him done up as him Elvis. Him as Elvis though, like that's a little niche. Yeah. <laughs> little niche crush for me. Yeah. I was very impressed also with just the overall production of it Mm -hmm. baz is known for that again showmanship yeah he's gonna go all um the editing was lights out Mm -hmm. it was again they mixed so much of like the old footage with you know the footage of austin butler and the melding of like real and fake was so well done that you lost track of what was real and what I was, was fake. I was going to say, 
there were some times where like I honestly couldn't tell yeah. if this was like real footage or from the movie. And yeah. it was so like you said, it was so seamless. Yep. And also the pacing of the movie mm-hmm. was so surprisingly fast because we came out of the theater and we were like, wait, how is it eight o'clock already? Because we saw a five o'clock showing. Yeah. And it did not feel like a long movie at all. No. It was very well paced. But I think it's kind of interesting, too, because you think about Elvis's life was kind of that way, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just as far as how they showed it in the movie and how they depicted it. It was it was a lot of flashiness, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, which they speaking of flashing, they did flash like at the end, his kind of like birth date and death date. Mm -hmm. And I found out that Elvis is a Capricorn, which of course, which like. I, it makes so much sense. Like I said, I looked at Abby and I was like, oh my God, a Capricorn King. And then I was like, of course he expensive was a Capricorn. Tastes. He loved to spend money. Yep. He loved expensive things. He loved social justice. He loved social justice. He loved all of the things that I love. Yeah. Jumping off of that, obviously this is a movie and so we don't really know if this is how Elvis sure. thought and felt. But if this was how he thought and felt. I truly didn't know how much of a, like, progressive Elvis was. Yeah. And how supportive he was of black people in a very unsupportive time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they said he grew up in a segregated section of town that was just for black people Mm -hmm. because his mom couldn't afford anything else. Right. And so he grew up with that music with that Mm -hmm. culture and he kept coming back to it and appreciating it and I think that's one of the criticisms I've heard over the years about Elvis is like Elvis would be nothing without Mm -hmm. black people Mm -hmm. and that is absolutely true and the movie makes it clear that that is which I appreciated because they even some scenes where he was performing, there was a split screen of a black man performing that song mm-hmm. that he heard as a child. Right. And I thought that was so awesome. I think it's just so cool. Like, I didn't know that it went that deep, I guess. Mm-hmm. That he was, like you said, was raised in the projects in the side of right. the town where no white people live. Yeah. And honestly, if he hadn't lived in that neighborhood we we probably would not have had Elvis which watching this movie I had no idea how just troubled and lonely and awful the last few years of his life were I didn't either but as like the movie played out and we saw that you know, it was so, so sad. Yeah. And it was really hard to watch. But I think the thing that was so interesting the whole time was that they kept reminding us that he made the choices he made to take care of not only his family, but like his cousins, his yes. friends, his like, he supported like a sea of people. Yeah. And all of these choices that unfortunately led to his death weren't because he partied too hard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was because he was literally being injected and shoved and pills shoved down his throat so that he could physically stand on stage every Mm -hmm. night and that's like i had no idea i didn't know that's and that's so disgusting when they (laughs) at the end when they like kind of rolled the credits of like whatever happened with colonel tom park Mm -hmm. or whatever like we literally both flipped off the screen and (laughs) i said get fucked (laughs) Because, like, I hate Colonel Tom Parker with a burning passion. 
there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I did not know about and like finding out through this movie or just experiencing it as like a fictional piece. Sure, sure. Was heart wrenching Mm -hmm. and was so hard to watch because in this film, he loved and trusted so many of the Mm -hmm. wrong people that it eventually literally killed him. Mm -hmm. Oh, just like watching him get taken advantage of by that guy. Like so Mm -hmm. many times I'm just like, what the fuck? The scenes with Elvis, like angry, Mm -hmm. I felt like we were all Elvis. Yeah, we felt that Elvis. We (laughs) feel you. Throw those pictures around, boo. (gasps) Booby! (gasps) Oh my God, booby! First of all, was Elvis's mom in love with him? It seemed that way. Okay. It sure I, I might do some that research way. on that if there was some like weird mother issues there that he has to be because she seemed to like him in more than a mother son way. Just the one comment did it for me where she was like, I'm worried that they're going to come between us. Oh, yeah. When she was talking about the girls in the audience watching her son sing. Yeah. And I was like, come between you. And she was like a Christian. In what way? And she was like a Christian woman, but she was like, those moves that you have are God-given. And it's him like thrusting his penis at people. And we didn't really say, we just said booby earlier, but she called him (laughs) booby. Yes, booby was his nickname. (laughs) At no point in in a movie hearing somebody being called booby, is that not funny? So like every... Everyone yeah, in the audience chuckled. Like every single time she's like, booby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, booby. We do approve of booby shaking his thing on the stage. Yeah. He did great. He, I just can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Little Austin, Elvis Austin Butler. <laughs> Presley. <laughs> Austin Elvis Butler. He might change his name. What if he does, like, what if he does like a whole thing? He might need to go, he might need to like, check do into you, a rehab. So he did method. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so like he might need some help. Yeah. Because anytime you hear of an actor going method and then their performance is that good. Which we I get scared. Yeah. Which he also I recently <sighs> watched an interview that COVID shut down production for six months while they were mid production. And in order to stay in character, he was method for six months by himself alone in quarantine. I sc- actually do want him to come and live with us because <laughs> yeah. I'm scared for his <laughs> mental health. Does he have a girlfriend or someone? Uh, he was dating Vanessa Hudgens, but they broke oh, up a while that, ago. I'm also scared for his mental health. <laughs> Let's find you someone else. Booby. Yeah. Booby. Booby. Just come Booby, live, come with, live us. with us. We love you. <laughs> so. Overall, what would you give this movie? I think you're going to be surprised by this, but I'm going to give it a large popcorn. Yeah? Yeah. There you go. So I'm teetering between a medium and a large. Okay. Because I think there were some like little small issues throughout, which I think were we led too heavy with Colonel Tom Parker and Mm -hmm. it took you a long time to get to know Elvis and Mm -hmm. I didn't really like that Elvis wasn't the lead for the first half of the movie basically yeah Yeah. the movie kind of made it seem like like Elvis was never famous right by the way that they like laid out his career Mm -hmm. but then at the end of the movie they were like oh he's the greatest selling artist of all time so I think I would have appreciated a little bit more of like his recording career and actually Mm -hmm. seeing him perform more throughout his career and not Mm -hmm. just like towards the end so I think those small issues are gonna make me do a medium popcorn but okay I will say that it was a medium popcorn with your favorite flavor of icy 
along with it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally fair. And really, the only reason why I, I went full send with the large is because I'm just kind of like pretending that Tom Hanks wasn't in it. You can go full send with the large. I, it was and, a great movie. And for me, and just seeing him be a person and being a musician yeah. and just being a star. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, he was he was truly a star. And there mm-hmm. was, like, a scene where he was like, I feel like no one's ever going to remember me. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, we do. We're watching a movie about you right and now. And meanwhile, like, everyone knows who Elvis like, is. Like, literally every single person. Yeah. So... I'm like happy that for him, like that his legacy is still a thing because which I'm I am sad though that so much of his legacy is man who died on the shitter, fat Elvis eating peanut butter I and banana, know. and I hope that enough people see this movie to to humanize him a little bit because me too. now that I've seen it, it actually makes me sick to think that there are Elvis impersonators all over Vegas because that man was literally trapped inside Vegas. He really was. He was like imprisoned in Vegas. That's the last place he would ever want to be remembered, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, Ugh. man, yeah. it really it really did a great job of, of humanizing him. And For sure. And telling a really compelling story about a very compelling person. So that does it for us this week. We are taking a hiatus break next week. Okay. There's uh, nothing really coming out, but I'm super excited about our next episode, which is going to be coming out July 8th, and that is Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. Which I am already buttering it up to be an amazing movie and so i hope it is because if not i'm going to be very disappointed (laughs) yikes we're in for one disappointed yeah so everybody say a prayer tonight or meditate (laughs) manifest however you believe um that thor love and thunder is great because that's all i need in this world okay we got it (laughs) will do well everybody have a great weekend we will see you guys next time thanks for joining us on the ride home